Hello and welcome back to the Joy of Aquatics. Alright, we are in the middle of our self-care series and today we're going to be speaking about hair. Now remember hair is actually, or hair, hair grows from that dermis layer. Remember that's the layer of skin that produces sweat and it helps you feel things like itchy or pain. So we're coming back to this layer of skin and speaking about the hair that's growing out of it. Now Jazz last week was covering for her sick colleagues. That sounds very familiar, doesn't it? I'm just really, really thankful that she is not sick herself and I have been able to catch up with her this morning. Jazz is not any hairdresser, okay? This amazing woman has been working as a hairdresser since she was 11 years old. Now she's worked for big companies, small companies, she's even owned her own shop and she's currently working for the Little Barber and Hair Co which is a, an amazing little shop in Rockhampton. It's, it's awesome, that's where I get my hair cut. Now she's worked out west as well, so she's seen how different climates, climates <laughs> can affect people's hair. And now while she was out west, she also helped out at the local pool. So she was coaching, teaching, um, testing water. She was doing all of those jobs that come with teaching and operating pools. So she is definitely the right person for me to chat to about how to keep our hair in good healthy condition. All right, I will warn you that there is a little bit of interference in the very first part of this interview, but it does subside, so stick with it. It's not too much, you'll be fine. So this is what happened when I caught up with Jazz this morning. Good morning, Jazz, how are you? Good, thank you, how are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm very happy to uh, have this opportunity to speak with you. I know you are a super busy lady. So I appreciate the time you have taken out of your schedule to speak with me today. How can we take care of our hair before and after we swim? What can we do? Okay, so probably to start off with um, before, you know, before swimming, one of the biggest things is that a lot of people don't realise that you should probably wet your hair prior to entering the pool with fresh water. The reason that you need to wet your hair is your hair shaft is almost like a um, tube full of proteins and uh, proteins, keratins, moistures, bonds, hydrogen bonds. So what you need to do is fill this canister up with fresh water that's not chlorinated water because then there, therefore the hair's not going to absorb as much chlorine as what it would if you had jumped into the water dry, like with dry hair. Oh my goodness! Um, I sorry, have it's just something. That. Yeah, something really, really simple. It's not going to stop it completely, but it's going to minimise the amount of chlorine um, that is absorbed into your hair. Another really good point I always say is after, actually, after you wet your hair with um, fresh water. Like I can't stress that enough. It has to be fresh water. Don't dip your head in the pool. Um, apply an oil to your hair, but making sure that it's a natural oil. Um, most of those are like argan oil, Moroccan oil, coconut oil, olive oil, uh, sunflower oil, those sorts of oils. So just a, just like a five cent piece on your hand, rubbing it between your palms, concentrating on the mid length and ends of your hair, not so much on your roots because our skin naturally produces oil to protect our hair and skin, you know, from the daily elements anyway. Yeah. So you need to concentrate it more so on those mid-lengths and ends. Okay. Um, if, and if your hair's long, putting it up, but 
once again, putting it up loosely. Don't be putting it up in these high, really tight, tight ponytails with really tight bands. What you're creating then is a friction in the hair because chlorine, chlorine is actually like a disinfectant. So it's like a chlorine gas. It's like, um, it's a disinfectant that strips all the natural dirt, oils, and you know from the water. So yeah. it's going to do the same, the same yeah, to your hair. hair. If, yeah. you've got, if you've got no oil or dirt or anything lubricating that band and those hair shafts rubbing together, you're going to get like a friction damage. So it's almost going to look like you've got flyaways. A lot of people say, "Oh, I've got flyaways. Oh, I've got split ends." But some, most of the times, it can also be a bit of breakage from the friction of our hair rubbing on each other, like pieces of rope, like they yeah. it slowly wears away, or the hairband rubbing on the yeah. on the hair. Same with it goes with swimming caps. So making sure um, that you're wearing like a thin latex swimming cap, one that's probably a little bit more breathable. A lot of people like to put a swimming cap with powder on dry hair. Again, powder is going to absorb the excess moisture and oil. Yeah. Powdering your cap after use is fine, but when you're putting it on your hair, making sure you still put that oil in because you need to lubricate the hair for the friction between the cap yeah. and the hair shaft. Yeah. Again, so especially around those front fine hairlines and the bottom underneath, you know, on the nape and every, everywhere, that's where a lot of the tight friction damage happens. Yeah. I've heard of um, swimmers actually putting hairspray in their hair to make sure their cap sticks what do you think of that well i've never actually heard of that one um, See, i wouldn't have thought that it worked because as soon as your hair gets uh, wet after hairspray it kind of feels slimy to me uh hairspray does coat coat the hair yeah. um but it won't be absorbed into the hair but hairspray also builds up on on the hair and can make it feel quite dry a lot of your aerosol um, hairsprays also have a high alcohol base, which also can be quite drying to the hair, making it quite porous. Yeah. Um, again, using a good quality hairspray um, that's brushable, like that can be brushed out, would probably be um, more of a positive opposed to just buying a cheap and nasty hairspray yeah. that when you've got to brush it out of your hair, it's just going to snap your hair anyway because there's too much buildup. Yeah, okay. Now, you said a latex cap over a silicon cap. Is there a, a reason for that one? No, no. Well, I suppose silicon would be fine as well, just a yeah. finer, like a finer cap, like not as much of a thick. Not a thick, heavy, heavy one. Yeah, okay. Heavy one. You still, yeah, you still need it to be breathable, like yeah. um, through the cap as well, especially with oils and everything on your hair. So maybe one of those um, cloth caps or the, so the, the lacquer yeah, caps the meshy ones. yeah yeah the meshy ones like um ideally it's not going to stop as much chlorine getting into your hair but the oil that you're putting on your hair prior to putting the cap on is going to add a extra protection yeah okay interesting now i don't know too many swimming teachers that wear caps when they teach um that's because i'm here in queensland but there are definitely pools in europe um, where if you're in the swimming pool, you have to have a cap on. So there are teachers that do wear swimming caps when they teach. So I guess that's really good information. And it's also think, good I to know... I think too, though, if they're, if they're on the outline of the pool as well. So again, um, yeah. your hair is like your skin being 
constantly um, in the elements like to raise that making sure, again, you've got the oil in and making sure that that oil has a UV protectant in it because that UV is going to act like a sunscreen on your hair, not only protect your colour, but protect the shafts of your hair from further damage. Mm. And also, you know, putting a putting a hat on, again, a hat to create friction as well. So still putting your oil in your hair before putting a cap on, like just a normal hat cap, is again going to stop any further damage because you're doing it on a daily basis. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, you just mentioned colour. How can we take care of our colour? There's a lot of teachers out there that dye their hair, all of these funky colours for special weeks or they just like having a funky colour in their hair full stop. How do we take care of our colour? So with your colours, maintaining like a good shampoo and conditioner obviously is going to be optimal. Um, but again, rinse, wetting your hair before hopping in the sh- uh, hopping into the pool, making sure when you hop out of the pool, immediately rinsing that chlorine straight out of your hair. That yeah. chlorine is going to continually, um, you know, disinfect and clean, and it's going to keep fit it, sitting inside the hair shaft and continually fading that, like working away at those colour molecules and fading them away. They are an artificial pigment. So therefore, they are going to be affected by the chlorine, the oil again, and the moisture and protein. All of those sorts of things are going to protect your hair. Yeah. Um, from fade, I think the best one would be maintaining the probably the integrity of your hair. So making sure that um, if you that you're clarifying your hair. Now, when I say clarifying. Once a week, making sure that you're stripping and actually the actual buildup of chlorine out of your hair. So this can be done by something so simple like a um, apple cider vinegar wash. Oh, wow! Yeah, and it will clarify and pull off all all of that excess buildup of chlorine in your hair. Okay, so um, you can use olive oil before and then apple cider vinegar after. After, exactly, exactly. So it doesn't have to be expensive to look after our hair. No, it definitely doesn't. Another one is, um, like a lot of people think with uh, blonde hair, that, you know, chlorine makes your hair green. It's it's actually a bit of a myth. Like the chlorine, the chlorine doesn't actually make your hair green. It's the oxidised metal in the actual water and the water becomes oxidised from the chlorine and that metal in the water binds to the proteins that are in the shaft of your hair and then when they when it binds to the proteins in your hair that's actually what deposits like a greenish color so you have to that's that heavy metal again needs to be taken out of the hair and that's okay. what clarifying that's what clarifying is is removing that heavy metal a lot of people who have copper piping at home like old queensland homes yeah. they have the old copper piping you find a lot of them get that greenish matte look about their hair as well it's because the water is passing through that heavy metal and it's binding to the proteins in the hair and creating that greenish color oh wow so anyone that's using an algicide with a copper base they're more likely to get that green tinge to blonde hair as well yeah. definitely definitely interesting that's really really interesting wow thank you and 
Jazz, my last question is all about head lice. Now, school swimming is going to be coming up pretty soon here in Term 4. I have taught one child that was so badly infested with head lice that when we were back floating, you could see the... Oh, my goodness, it was... I've never seen anything like it. I, I was horrified and mortified. I guess there is... I don't know if it's a myth, I don't know if it's true, but can head lice survive in chlorine? A lot of people say that the chlorine will will kill the head lice. Is that actually true? No, it's not. So um, head lice actually will only attach to clean, like really, really clean hair. Okay. They love clean, clean hair. So you think if you're in the pool every day disinfecting your hair with chlorine and they're not washing that out and they're not putting that oil back in the hair, then they're providing the perfect environment for head lice because the head lice don't have to break through any dirt, bacteria or oils or excess dry scalp that's sitting on there because it's all being exfoliated off by the chlorine. Yeah. So, again, like moisturisers with protein in it, oils. Um, You can get solar gels like I think Weller does um, a solar moisturizer that is actually it's like a moisture cross oil it feels almost like a gel and you put it on your hair and um it protects the hair from you know the chlorine elements but also it's creating what the life would look at as like a dirt yeah so even though you are swimming say every day i wouldn't recommend shampooing your hair every day you don't need to strip those natural oils out of your hair it's our scalp like produces them for a reason. Yeah. So I, that's why I say wet it beforehand. When you hop out, rinse it. And don't just like a 30-second rinse. Like really get in there. Run your hands through your hair. Really give it a good rinse out. If you have to, if your hair's feeling a bit tacky, don't shampoo. Add some conditioner, which ideally is going to be adding your moisture, your oil, your protein. Yeah. And, that, and then rinsing that out. And that with the excess oils that you're putting in during the week is going to provide enough to help minimise, and I'm not going to say prevent, but minimise the um, the head lice situation. Ideally, if they are getting head lice, I would be probably pushing back that they have to um, remove the head lice and, when, and the eggs, head lice, um, even though if they get all the head lice out, if the eggs are still attached, to the hair, and I mean, like, not like you can feel them on there, tacky. Yeah. Then that that egg's still alive. Ugh. Uh, uh, an egg will only come off if it is dead. I'm, I'm getting itchy thinking about this. Anyone else? Sorry. Yeah. Oh. And do you know what the best thing to actually get rid of head lice is? What's that? Coconut oil or baby oil. Ah. So again, it doesn't have to be expensive. Exactly. It doesn't have to be expensive. Don't have to put all those harsh um, chemicals on, like, especially on young children, on their hair and that as well. Like you just put your oil on, get your fine knit comb and just really going right through it. And then I say to people, you know, rinse it out and then put conditioner on it and then go through it again. I know it sounds a bit tedious. And then from there, I would probably do, you know, if you needed to, the two shampoos to get the oil film out, follow with conditioner, and then put oil on again. Yeah. Okay. But following with the oil 
but that oil you'll find they would just come straight out from it because they just can't hand it it suffocates them it almost like suffocates and paralyzes them nice that's what we want with that head lice. We do not want to be yeah. creating a home for them. And we? making sure that if you have the kids there, that you're making them follow, getting the parents to check them. You know, check it daily. Like, put the coconut oil in and after they've rinsed the chlorine out and just run the comb through. It's a, like, two-minute job. And by doing that daily, after they've had head lice, they're going to make sure they remove it all and then stretch it out to once a week. And then, you know, from there on, just monitor it. Wow. Okay. Simple. Easy. Prevention is the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So if we do have a swimmer that's needing to or we need to help back float and they are capless and we are capless, we are not going to put their head on our shoulder and get too close without definitely yeah we need to we need definitely to find another sharing, way to help them back float until they can get rid of that head goggles. yeah exactly sharing goggles sharing towels sharing caps all of that is part of it as well yeah just even sitting close to each other yes you know that they are like in even in a hairdressing environment if we have a um, client that comes in with head life, that whole almost three by three metre section of the cell and gets shut down and gets fully sterilised and disinfected. Every piece of equipment that's within that area that you touch has to be fully disinfected and sterilised. Wow. That's how contagious it is. So I would probably be pushing more so to have one with head lice but to asking them to treat it and then come back once. Mm. Yeah. Fun times, fun times. Awesome. Well, Jazz, thank you so much for your time today. Now, I know you've got no a busy problem. day, um, so I'll let you get back to your clients, but thank you so much for talking to us. I have learnt a hell of a lot. It's awesome. Awesome. Excellent. You're very welcome. Thank you. How informational was that? A lot of that stuff I had no idea of before, so I am blown away by the information that Jazz has given me today. Um, if I had been, if I had known that stuff when I'd had longer hair, I certainly would have been doing it. So it really doesn't need to cost much to actually take care of your hair when you're in the water. So thank you, Jazz, for coming. Now, if you are based in Rocky, she is at Little Barber and Hair Co., which is on Musgrave Street on the north side. All right, very quickly before we head into our Super Saturday tomorrow, I wanted to let the swim school owners and managers know that I have been working on a 90-day training program to help you recruit and retain amazing swimming teachers within our industry. So I am looking to run a trial program. It For a limited time, this program is going to be offered at a massive 60% discount. So I'll put the links underneath the podcast. So head over to those links and get your name down if you are interested in being supported through recruiting and retaining teachers um, in that first round of the program before it gets officially launched. So next week, what are we going to be up to? We are going to speak to our voice acting coach extraordinaire, Katarina Hebbard, and I'm going to have a video that goes with next week's one so we can learn how and what we're going to look like to warm up our vocal cords. Now this is something I've been working on for probably the last 18 months and I tell you what, if I don't warm up, I notice it. So that's what our topic's going to be next week. 
next time I'm learning from our last our last episode. That's what's going to be um, in store next time I post an episode of The Joy of Aquatics. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you guys all have a wonderful weekend and happy swimming. Bye.